I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not too long ago, about an hour and a half ago, news broke that Raheem Morris was the new Atlanta Falcon head coach and Panic Peters started to pile up and collect even in our own live chat as everybody started to say, I'm a Panic Peter. Hey, I'm panicked. I'm panicking. I'm a Peter. And then what what do we say though? Patience. And then all of a sudden, about five, ten minutes ago, around maybe 20, your boy's been getting prepared for it. I did a little Instagram reel on it. About 10, 15 minutes ago, Max, this guy, Zach Morris, news broke. Offensive coordinator potentially landing in Atlanta. He still got an interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He still got potential interviews, which might get canceled. You know how that goes. This man, this absolute gem of an offensive coordinator candidate is potentially heading up things in Atlanta all the sudden just like that. And I'll tell you what, Bijan Robinson with Zach Robinson, Robinson and Robinson should start their own firm. This is going to be amazing. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that the Rams QB's coach and passing game coordinator Zach Robinson is a prime candidate to serve as Raheem Morris's offensive coordinator in Atlanta. The fantasy football show. Everything changes. Everything changes right now. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. And just like that, all the fear turns into fairy dust. Poof, it's gone, it disappears, it vanishes, as we all say. Hey, it's Bijan time! As he's about to go nuclear with this potential pairing of Zach Robinson. The Robinson and Robinson duo coming in strong, dropping it like it's hot. Now, I know some people are going to say, oh, he's not, it's not a shoe-in yet. But let me just tell you something about the boys. Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris, you don't think they're going to try and do this thing together? You think Zach Robinson wants to go somewhere where he doesn't have the the closeness and support uh, of his of his broski? This is as good as done in my mind. That's why Adam Schefter says prime candidate. I wouldn't be surprised if 
other interviews got called off or maybe there's a very, very quick interview and then a, a quick announcement and boom. You know, like Slowick meeting with uh, uh, with uh, the Falcons and then all of a sudden right after they announced that Raheem Morris is their, their head coach. This is going to be a thing. This is going to be the absolute, uh, the absolute piece, puzzle piece that puts this all together because Zach Morris has been absorbing, learning, creating, innovating with Sean McVay in L.A. with this amazing passing attack. Puka Nakua throwing to the RB. Kyron Williams thriving in the system that Zach Robinson will have Bijan Robinson in. I don't know that there's a better situation than this whatsoever. Decker dropping a gifted membership. Decker, appreciate you. I know some might say, Smitty, you're crazy. We'd much rather have this or that and the other. I'm telling you right now, I think the combination of these two is better than any of the scenarios we've even cooked up because we get Raheem Morris. We get the potential vibe he can bring to this team, be a player's coach, and he gives the power of the offense. He gets the defense going, Raheem Morris. Look, he's done great things in L.A., we can't knock what he's done from a defensive perspective. And if this guy can delegate delegate all of his duties in the offensive side of things, for the most part, to this man, Zach Robinson, who he trusts to do the job, who's done the job, had one of the most potent situations we've seen in a long time with absolute monsters in Puka Nakua and a man that goes by the name of Kyron Williams. He's Kyron. He's seven feet tall. And he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron. He can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. And then you see the potential transference of that usage. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Over to Bijan Robinson, who's going to explode. And we had some debates in the last live stream about an hour and maybe 15 minutes ago, all the way through the entire thing. And we had some different predictions of where Bijan could fall because of Raheem Morris. And I was flabbergasted, to be honest with you. I was sitting here scratching my head as a lot of my own live stream is like, yeah, he probably moves down to the second round. What are we talking about? Bill Belichick was almost a shoe-in, according to all these reports, to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, and that would decimate and kick in the nutsack Bijan's value for 2024 to a degree. Like, we'd have hope that something could work out, and worst-case scenario, he's running back nine, so I would expect running back nine or better, even with, with Bill Belichick 
in, in house in, in Atlanta in 2024, but that's not what we want. We want potential RB1 talk. And so, you know, we would have dealt with it. We would have tried to weather the storm. We would have probably been a little bit biased, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's, real talk. We would have probably been a little bit biased and said, ah, Bill will be okay. Gulp. Let's be honest. Let's be real. We're human beings. We probably would have swallowed a big gulp and said, yeah, it'll be okay. In a real high-pitched voice. Hey, honey, what do you want for dinner? Hey, Smitty, why is your why is your voice so high? I don't know. Probably because I'm lying. <laughs> we wouldn't have been happy about Bill Belichick. And here we have Bill Belichick passed over for Raheem Morris. And everybody's kind of freaking out because they think, what, what? The situation couldn't get worse than with Bill. I mean, it was worse with the pecking order goes Arthur Smith, Bill, and everything else above it. Now you got Raheem Morris, defensive mind, Smitty. How is this going to help Bijan? Well, how does it hurt him? Right now, we don't know how it hurts him. And to slow down and be patient... And, and what did I say? We probably hear something really quickly, potentially, on something. And here we go. Literally, when I end the, li the live stream, something pops right away. Zach Robinson, offensive coordinator, potentially here for the Atlanta Falcons for the taking. QB's coach and passing game coordinator is potentially coming in to say, Who's my Kyron? Oh, there he is. His name's Bijan Robinson. Your Bijan card has been revoked. And every single one of you Bijan doubters, I saw every one of you. Some of you even called into my phone line, started spouting off second round value for Bijan. And this is not locked in, I admit. I could be jumping the gun just a little bit. Maybe Zach Robinson takes the Steelers uh, uh, coaching job. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But if Zach Robinson swings on over to this Falcons job to coach with his boy, knowing and think about it, he's getting all the support and power he needs you don't go to some unfamiliar territory where you don't know anybody and you're trying to make your way and your job security's not there. Morris says, you got it. This is you. This is me and you together. Let's go do it live. And let's go do it live, they shall. I feel so good about this. I'm not just trying to come in and make the, the best of it. I'm not trying to just gloss over it, glaze this thing uh, as if it doesn't deserve to be glazed. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. And if this guy walks in and becomes the new OC in Atlanta and brings over the vibe, all the knowledge, all the potential offensive game plan thinking of how to get his quarterback, which he doesn't have yet, and if he wants to have a Matthew Stafford type vibe going on in Atlanta, which I fully approve. If, if he wants to have some kind of Kyron Williams usage out of Bijan Robinson, which I fully approve. I'm all about it. And I think the combination of two of the better minds in L.A. coming into Atlanta to clean house, redo everything from the ground up, take the, the top uh, eight overall. No, what, what was uh, Kyle Pitts was what? Pick number four. Uh, Drake London was pick number eight. Bijan was pick number eight. You have three top eight overall players 
in, in consecutive drafts coming into this situation and getting misused left and right. And now you've got what I believe to be a key component if Zach Robinson does in fact come over to... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. To this Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator situation and says, let's do it live. You have, you have two key components to fueling Bijan into the next Kyron Williams workload. Kyron Williams' workload for Bijan means running back one, people. And if you doubt Bijan, if you doubt Zach Robinson, if you doubt Robinson and Robinson and Associates, I'm taking away your Bijan card. Your Bijan card has been revoked. I will not tolerate Bijan slander in this live chat. I am telling you this man is going to the moon. That's why he's a Saturn man. And has been a moon man, has been a an everything man for, for this channel for the entirety of his NFL career so far, and we're behind him. The Saturn Men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. Motion detected at the front door. Look at him! Look at him! Look at him! We got perps in the building tonight. We've got uh, Ron Navy in the building. Ray G dropping a $5 hauler to kick it off. Ray G says, incoming draft. Who reminds you of the most The most of Debo? Ray, not right now. Ray, we're in the middle of Bijan. What are we doing, Ray? Ray, hang tight on that question. Ask it, or I'll go back to it. I'll leave it up there. But no, we're in the middle of this. We're not going there right yet, Ray. We're in the middle of this. We'll hit that in a second. Look, I, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to not finish with this. I'm going to start finishing with this, and it could take a very long time. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, thank you, Ray G. Appreciate you. And I'm coming to your question in a second. Maybe, I don't even know. I don't know if there's a Debo in, in the draft. But, like, you know, a lot of people think neighbor, neighbors might be that kind of guy. But, it, but anyways, there's no real Debo. But thank you. Appreciate your super chat. I'll come back to it. Zach Robinson, not yet the OC. The prime candidate to be OC. Clearly... Adam Schefter's hearing some things about, hey, we're going to see him go play uh, and, and and build with his boy Raheem Morris. And together, this is a, a, an invincible duo, in my mind, Give him the kind of knowledge and production and success they're bringing right over. It does make you wonder what's going to happen in L.A. I think they'll be okay. I, I think McVay is a big reason why they do what they do, how they do. I'm not blind to that I don't think Zach Robinson's ha- has has everything to do with what goes on in LA but he certainly learned absorbed and helped create everything that you saw unfold last year in LA he helped do that and if you ask me I think Raheem Morris knows this man a little better than we do and if this is his pick and if he thinks he's going to bring this potential vibe and, and 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 thinking and way of doing things into this offense, I'm all for it. I'm way more for it than banking on something else 
working out that we, at the same time, even if you say Ben Johnson's great, look at the Detroit Lions offense, how much of that is fully Ben Johnson too? Like you could, you could say that about any OC, any QB coach, any passing game coordinator. And so at some point you got to say to yourself, this guy was good enough to be McVay's right hand man. This guy was the passing game coordinator. You're not passing game coordinator and sit on your hands. He has a lot to do with what is going on operationally, day-to-day, personnel-wise. And if anybody's going to go get the quarterback that we need this team to go get in order to take Bijan to the freaking moon, it is Zach Robinson. It is Zach Robinson. Why is it Zach Robinson? Go watch a little Rams footage, if you will. And maybe take a look at how this passing game coordinator genius uses his RB. He's Kyron. He's seven feet tall. And he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron. He can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. And might I add that if this man could turn frowns upside down with his touchdowns because of the amount of volume being fed to him, partly by way of Zach Robinson, guess what Bijan's going to do in 2024? Score touchdowns, baby. Hi, my name is Bijan Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like. Scoring Nothing's official. Make sure you don't lock this into your mind fully yet. Just know that I am pumped, I am amped, and the potential Bijan Robinson ADP droppage that uh, apparently a lot of you thought at least an hour and a half ago was going to take place. This is on my own phone line. Like, I I pretty much had pushback, I think, from every caller that he's going to be a second-round pick now. And I can't for the life of me even understand, even back then, an hour and a half ago, when this news wasn't here, how anybody thinks Bill Belichick isn't worse than Raheem Morris. Because with Bill Belichick being in the driver's seat, everyone thought, based on all the bogus news... For the head coach job in Atlanta, Bijan was still a top seven overall pick. And then when Bill gets plucked from the running, and all of a sudden Raheem Morris gets shoved into the starting, uh, into the head coach job, all of a sudden Bijan falls to a second round draft selection. I don't get it at all. I can tell you this that no one's probably hyping this up like we are. So if in fact the world is concerned, about Raheem Morris still inside the NFL circles, inside Tweeterville, now known as X. If X is spreading all kinds of negative vibes out there, and they really do a lot of the time do that, and the NFL world, just the NFL population, the fandom, the fan bases everybody, everywhere. In Schefter's example, go to Schefter's tweet when he said that Raheem Morris, this one right here, if you go to Schefter's tweet on Twitter, on X, 
you will go into the comments. You can see the comments right down below. There's 186 when I took the screenshot of this. 186 comments. About 80% of them were, oh, the Falcons are the Falcons. This is why the Falcons lose. This is why the Falcons suck. This is why the Falcons this. This is why the Falcons that. 80% of them were negative Noah's in there crapping all over the situation in fantasy football minds who were excited for a brief moment knowing that it was not Bill Belichick in command of Bijan's fate. They start to listen to the negativity, even though it's it's drowned in, in bias and fandom and people that hate the Falcons. And they're going to say negative things about the Falcons, no matter who the coach is. And if you let all that to uh, get toxic and infect your thinking... And you start, like some of the callers, no offense to, what was his name, uh, Cabby or KB or Cabby, who called in. He couldn't give me a straight answer. I said, why do you think that this is a problem? Because I just think people draft receivers. I said, no, Cabby, or whatever his name was. Cabby, Rabby, Sabby, I forget what his name was. I said, no, Cubby, Cubby, Cabby. I said, no, Cubby. No, good buddy. Good buddy, Cubby. I said, no, tell me why this news drops, Bijan comparatively to where Bijan's value was when we thought Bill was the coach and he couldn't give me an answer. No offense to him. I'm not trying to, to go at his take. I'm just saying everybody's not realizing the psychology. This is why I went to, to, take, to get a psychology degree for this moment right here because I didn't use it up until this point. This show is the only thing that allows me to utilize my degree. I'm telling you right now, it's in, in infestation of negative thoughts and everybody saying negative things is regurgitating it because they're hearing it, they're seeing it, they're reading it. Oh, Raheem Morris has got to be bad because Twitter says he's bad. Oh, the comments, 80% of them said he's bad. I can't for the life of me understand it. It's better than Bill Belichick. If if this man and Bill Belichick's better than Arthur Smith, if Arthur, Arthur Smith can put Bijan in fantasy football prison, and he still finishes as running back nine, imagine what he would have done with Bill Belichick. And if Bill Belichick isn't the man, and it's now Raheem Morris, and maybe Raheem Morris is only a, a level above Bill, I don't know. We don't fully know. He could crap the bed a little bit. He's still going to do better than when he's not used, like under the command of Arthur Smith, Planet Uranus Man. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Do I have Arthur? Why is Arthur Smith not on here? Where's my picture of Arthur Smith when I need it? Where's Arthur Smith? Why don't I have Arthur Smith here? I'm going to have to find it. I'll get Arthur Smith on there. He's the king. He needs to wear the, the crown, not Watson. Watson's still on. on. He's like VP of your, uh, planet Uranus. I'm excited, people. I'm excited. I'm excited. This man is going to do good work. This man's going to ignite the defense. This man's going to get the right offensive coordinator in place. It's not a sure done deal with Zach Robinson, but it is a done deal with Raheem Morris. Uh, this report here was an interesting one. Rams quarterback. Oh, this is the report here from, from Shefty. Rams quarterback passing game coordinator Zach Robinson will be a prime candidate to become Falcons head coach, uh, head coach, or Head coach is Raheem Morris's offensive coordinator. In Atlanta, per league sources, Morris will want to speak with multiple coaches about his OC job, uh, but Robinson will be a strong candidate. So nothing's locked and loaded yet, but prime candidate 
It sounds like it's it's a it's a very good possibility. This uh, report we talked about this earlier. Let me put this one up first. This one on Bill Belichick. Uh, there were only uh, one, there's only one team that interviewed legendary coach Bill Belichick, and that was the Falcons. No other known scheduled interviews were were in motion or in place. Potentially, Bill could sit out the year and wait for an opportunity in 2025, which was crazy. And it just goes to show that that Bill there, it, it only takes one team to dance, but. I, you know, we'll see. And then this report came out. The the Athletic says that uh, ex-Patriots coach Bill Belichick is viewed as a long shot for the Commanders and Seahawks vacancies. So nobody wants to take a little stroll down memory lane with good old Bill. Not good old Bill. Bill ain't getting it done. Excited, excited, excited to the freaking moon. Bijan to freaking Saturn. Box score bobbies can... Can go ahead and say whatever they want. All right, prepare for take one. All right, action. He's a box score Bobby. He's a little sloppy. Box, box score, score Bobby. He's a box score Bobby. He's, he's, he's so sloppy. Bobby. he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Here he is. Here he is. Arthur Smith is king of Uranus. <laughs> He's king of planet Uranus and he will remain there. And I don't think anybody will take his crown. He looks so proud. He looks so proud to be king. It's good to be king. You know, at least in your own world. And on planet Uranus, he's king. With his, what is it? Ziggy, how many moons are around your Uranus? Oh, my, my camera's out. Ziggy, how many moons circle planet Uranus? Uranus has 27 moons, 5 major uh. moons, 13 inner moons, mm -hmm. and 9 irregular moons. Mm -hmm. And off he goes. 27 moons. Planet known as Uranus. 27. Uh, let's let's hit these super chats real quick. Is, is my boy Ray G? Ray G, you still here? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to to, to not go straight into this conversation, but I, I we were in the middle of breaking that, and I didn't want to sidetrack yet. Ray G, um, are you still here? Ray G, you know you're my boy Blue. I hope you're uh, hope you're not offended by my detour. I'm avoiding all Steeler players now. Says Ray G. Uh, what happened there, Ray? Ray, appreciate you. Uh, Ray, I don't know that there's a Debo in this class. I, I think really we want to talk about the next Debo. It's Jaden Reed. and I, It's not going to be the same because Debo's a big boy and he's hard to tackle. So it's not like it's not equivalent. But Jaden Reed usage-wise, wideback-wise, running the ball two, three, four times a game is certainly in the cards for Jaden Reed. Um, you know, we'll have to see it like a, a Dunze or... Or neighbors, or you know, I, I, I don't want Martin Harrison used like that. I don't know that Debo's like a unique bird, bro. I don't know that there's any other player quite like him coming out, you know, and, and really ever, you know, because it's a system as well. Like, if he was somewhere else, I don't know that he would have developed the same way. I don't think Debo would be the Debo we know if he was in a different system. So, kind of a tough one to really evaluate. Thank you, Ray G. Ray G to the moon. Uh, Ray G's my man. Ray G's a, a unicorn, by the way. Reggie, appreciate you. 
Smitty, with this news, I need to change my Barkley number. Uh, you mean where you rank Barkley? You, you mean because you had? Did you have Bijan below Barkley? If we said Barkley ends up in uh, in a, in a better situation, what was the the landing spot we were projecting for Barkley? We were saying the other night that if Barkley landed in the uh, Chargers, yeah, in L.A., if Barkley was a Charger. You know, would he rank four, five, six for you in fantasy football? And maybe Perps might have put Bijan below him until he heard word. Uh, it, now, again, I want everybody to know this is not official that the OC is going to be former quarterbacks and passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator, uh, Zach Robinson. Zach Robinson, Robinson and Robinson might be coming to a... a uh, a, uh, a show near you. Just hang tight on that. But it feels like he's he's got a good uh, a good lead and a good early jump on that job. Could could uh, could Arthur Blank like squash it or something? Sure. But man, I, I really I really think it's a smart move. I think continuity between two coaches. I think that maybe Blank might see that as an advantage. I think Raheem Morris is certainly going to see it as a, as an advantage. Just say, hey, we bring this continuity over. We need continuity. You know, you're, you're ripping a, co- a coach and a staff from the team. Continuity's good. You know, no, no, they'll, they'll, they'll agree. They'll gel. The defense and offense will gel together. It clearly does in L.A. I mean, what what a what a rip-your-heart-out double move, double shot for L.A., though, to lose both your your passing game coordinator and and, and QB coach along with your, your D.C. and Raheem Morris. This is awesome news for Bijan. Bijan to the freaking moon. Yeah, it's Robinson and Robinson. Robinson and Robinson uh, and Associates. Uh, Smith, try and add uh, Princess Crown to Watson on Planet Uranus. I, I, I might try that. I might try that. We might give him like a, a Princess Crown and we'll give the the Prince Crown for the, the King Crown. Pr- Prince uh, uh, Deshaun Watson and, and King Arthur Smith, if you will. Arthur, imagine Arthur is OC anywhere. God, uh, like if Arthur Smith is the OC anywhere, you you better you better get scared. <sighs> it's gonna be unbelievable. Okay, um, let's dial in. Appreciate all the super chats so far. Thank you, Ray G. Thank you, Perps with a, a twenty dollar holler. Perps with a ten dollar holler. Perps, I didn't give you your twenty dollar holler. Alert, super chat alert. Perps, appreciate you, my guy. Bijan to the freaking moon. Bijan to freaking Saturn. To Saturn. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm so pumped about this. And, and the fact that this broke, you know, right before the, the, the 8 p.m. show, and then that broke right before this show is perfect timing. Just great, great topic, great conversation, great debating, if you will, because there was a little bit of debating going on on the phone line prior to the end of that show, the last show, the one right before this. And as I titled this video, everything has changed. You know, and again, it's not for sure. It's not locked in. Uh, appreciate you, Ray G. Thanks again. Superfish in the building. Uh, Kenobi's in the building. Where you been, Kenobi? We haven't we haven't seen you in a while. Uh, everybody else, file on in. Perps is first in the building. Travis, then followed by Ron. Smooth Criminal, Matt O, Al, Travis. Um, oh, I already said Travis. Perps, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Double A, Space Ricky, Blackbeard. My mod squad's in here. Space Ricky, Blackbeard. 
Um, if I ever forget to mention Space Ricky as my mod, like when I'm trying to list them off, for some reason, and this is not for any particular reason, Space Ricky, but for some reason, I always forget to mention Space Ricky and sometimes Sick Nasty. And I apologize for that. Those are amazing mods. Travis is awesome. Thank you all for moderating. Vamp is in the building here and there. I love I love my boy Vampy. And uh, Blackbeard's in the house. Appreciate you all. Uh, Terry Roberts has been kind of MIA, but that's okay. He's, he, didn't have to, he didn't have to be here. But Terry, if you're out there watching a replay, we appreciate you. Uh, D-Money in the building. Bob in the building. Huffman in the building. Superfish. Kenobi, like I said. Uh, Birdman's in the house. Let's go dial into the show if anybody wants to talk about Raheem Morris potentially, you know, getting his boy Zach Robinson on board as OC and how amazingly effective that that Los Angeles system, that Rams attack from the QB down to the to the potential passing to the RB, you know, and, and you can't really screw up running Bijan. So I'm not worried about oh, how good is this guy in terms of running his running back? He knows how to throw to him pretty damn well. And I'm pretty excited about what Zach Robinson can do with a Bijan Robinson talent. Uh, what's up, Travis? You're live. Hey, um, so I, if this all goes to plan and he gets hired, this um, makes me a lot more excited and feel a lot better about them drafting and developing a quarterback, too. How, and, I mean, I know they, they could go and get a Kirk Cousins or something, or, but it make, makes me think they'd probably take maybe a, a Penix or a Bonex or, I don't know, maybe even try to trade out. I don't know. What, what's the phrase, how different a day makes? Or what, what's the phrase, how different an hour makes, man? Right. I've got to restart Ziggy, though, because hold on a second. Yeah. Go ahead. I think I think it's Bob in the chat was saying how he's you know <clears throat> kind of waiting to see what happens because he says they have no quarterback, no offensive mastermind, head coach, mediocre, more mediocre, safe stuff to make it look like progress. But I think maybe him and some other people may underrate what Zach Robinson can uh, can do. Can I put? It, let me put it this way. Um... I'm not saying I even really had much thought into it prior to knowing Zach Robinson was even interviewing or potentially interviewing with multiple teams. Obviously, he's going to Pittsburgh. Once we started hearing that, then it was an obvious, obviously, uh, hey, that that would be a good one. Like it, it's not on top of mind because he's an off, he's not an offensive coordinator, and you typically pull right. an offensive coordinator to a head coaching job. But I'll tell you this right now. If this guy got a head coaching job somewhere, I wouldn't be shocked. Given how good this passing attack is, given how great Puka and Kyron both were, I know McVeigh has a heavy hand in it, but honestly, I believe this would be one of the biggest steals, this Zach Robinson to Atlanta as OC. This would be one of the biggest steal signings, probably uh, only second to this Washington commander, um, Adam Peters, GM move, which I think Washington absolutely, this is the steal of the offseason so far, is Adam Peters being ripped from assistant GM in San Francisco over to GM in Washington. This guy's a mastermind. A mastermind. But now Morris uh, coupled with 
uh, Zach Robinson, I just think, man, this is a, like, I'm going to probably put a duo picture. Like, they're a couple. It, it, it is what it is. Like, you can make fun of it. You can say, oh, you know, it takes two in order to equal one Harbaugh. You got Morris and Zach. I don't care. As long as the job gets done. And if you go with a defensive coordinator as your head coach, you kind of are going to have a couple that run things. And that's that's what you want. You don't want your defensive coordinator. He has done some offensive stuff. Let's let's give him a little credit. Everybody's just acting like these guys are oblivious to the offense. He's not. But... You, when you hire a defensive guy as your head coach, it doesn't always work out unless you get the right offensive coordinator piece in place. And so you can't expect to feel like you feel about Harbaugh. I don't really care about the OC and defensive coordinator. We got Harbaugh. Here, you're like, crap. I like where we're going with the defensive side of this thing. But like now you need a very heavy hitter in the offensive coordinator place because now you don't have what Harbaugh brings to the table in being an offensive, defensive, like kind of some total mind. And so I, I think people are going to act like this is a makeshift coaching staff. And I love it. I love it. Bring all the ridicule, bring all the doubt, bring all the hatred toward Atlanta. And for everybody allowing the, the Twitter or X negativity vibe get to you, I urge you to stop reading all that garbage that is like based in hatred toward other teams because it's fandom yelling at fandom. It's it's uh you know it's well, it's it's divisional, especially divisional rivals getting into a an X comment section and thread and going at each other. You know, it's it's like somebody like you go into a Niner post by Schefter. Hey, Debo's back at practice. You'll actually find people that say Debo's trash. Debo's no good because these are these are these are rivals, like fan bases and rival fan bases going at. Like you can't look at Twitter, and I think that's where a lot of people came into this live stream an hour and a half ago, two hours ago, when we broke the the Morris news and started feeling like this was going off the rails already, when you don't even know what. Raheem Morris is going to do and we already and we don't know that he's going to for sure hire Zach Robinson but again logic tells me that Zach Robinson's going to go with his boy and logic tells me continuity is smart here and logic tells me Robinson's going to feel more at home in LA than he's going to feel anywhere I'm sorry I'm sorry in Atlanta than he's going to feel anywhere and he's going to feel more supported in Atlanta that he's going to feel anywhere. Like, how could he not? Right. They're, they're already they're already likely on the same page. They're and nope. from the same system. It, and, you know, so they're, they're kind of in sync with each other already. They're in sync. Uh, Blank's going to want it for continuity. Uh, Morris is going to want it for support. This is probably a little bit scary for Morris to go back into, he's again, a retread head coach. He's going back into the coaching world, or the head coaching world, and I don't know about you, but just being an honest human being, I think I'd want some familiar faces with me. And I think I would want to take this battle on with somebody I've gone to war with on the other side of things mm-hmm. and say, I know we can do this together. I don't know if I can do it by myself. And that's why I think people will make fun of that. It's like a weaker head coach, heavier, hardcore offensive coordinator versus just you don't even care the offensive coordinator. I bet you some Charger fans won't even know who their offensive coordinator is. It's going to be that kind of dynamic there because this is the the, the be-all, end-all in Jim Harbaugh. But Morris and 
and and potentially Zach Robinson, I think, are going to bring a whole different dynamic to it. And I think it's going to be a very attractive landing spot for Zach Robinson and a very attractive get for Raheem Morris. So I don't know that it's going to work out. I'll be very bummed, very bummed. I'll be so pissed off. I'll be honest. I'll come in here. I'll be pissed off. I'll probably not even want to do the live stream for very long if I find out Zach Robinson's elsewhere. But let me ask you a question. If you're in, and Ron Navy better put his earmuffs on and lock those babies on so there's no audio coming through whatsoever. But you tell me, Travis, where you'd rather offensive coordinate. In Pittsburgh, where you've got Kenny Pickett and, and, and God knows what else you're able to even bring in. And you have, I love Pickens, but he's, you know, he's kind of a head case right now. I love his talent. That's a fa- that's a phenomenal player to get. But you got a running back stable you can't make heads or tails of. Uh, Najee played very well. Let's give him credit down the stretch. But he's been a big disappointment for at least half of his career so far. You've got a, a head coach that it feels like he can't win those big games. And Ron will be the first one to tell you that this is not the coach he wants. And he can't win playoff games like what sounds like a better place to go polarizing head coach polarizing head coach who probably calls a lot of the shots that you don't get to call or go play for a defensive coordinator head coach that's your buddy that's probably giving you free reign where are you gonna go pittsburgh or la now is there another option on the table maybe and we'll 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 hear his interview docket very soon but this man, I can almost guarantee you, is looking at Pittsburgh, sure, maybe it's leverage for negotiation, contract, salary, all that, but he is going to 1,000% want to coach Bijan Robinson, get to choose who his quarterback is, and not be handed Pickett, which he can't do anything about, probably, and so he gets to go into the NFL draft at number 8 overall and have his pick of whether it's Penix Jr., Bo Nix, or you know McCarthy, some would say. I don't really love that choice, but it's not a bad choice because McCarthy's efficient enough that I could say, good, that's good for Bijan. Maybe I don't love McCarthy for London as much as I would a Penix Jr. or anything like that. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole, di- whole different conversation. But you give me the number eight overall pick. You give me Bijan Robinson. You give me Kyle Pitts, the number four overall pick. Pick in the in his draft class. You give me Drake London, who's a we all think's a top five to ten wide receiver if he just gets the volume. You give me a pretty strong defense with a defensive coordinator mind that I trust very well to give me the field position I need. You tell me how this isn't the best landing spot out of all the landing spots possible for Zach Robinson. So if Zach Robinson gets to pick his landing spot, how in the hell is he going to say no to this one? This is the most ideal landing spot in the National Football League for Zach Robinson. Without a hesitation, without an equivocation, without a stutter, I'm not. I'm speaking very clearly about it. Uh, uh, mute yourself if you could, Scott, because you got the background sound there, pal. Please, it, uh, Scott, mute, mute yourself, pal. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I got a few people Hello? on the line here. Let me go to Andrew first. Uh, and Travis, real quickly, if you have a rebuttal, then Andrew, then Ron Navy, then Scott. Yeah. So the, the one good thing I was going to say is um, when it comes to coaching, one, you know, if, if Jack Robinson got, Roberts got a place, you know, head coaching offer, he might take it. But you also have to be careful where you take your first job 
And then on top of it, Raheem Morris, I know some people are kind of saying, oh, he didn't do too well his first time around, this and that. Well, that, that's true, but you, a lot of these guys, they only get two cracks at it. And so he's going to want to have guys around him that makes it successful this time. Because if, if you fail a second time, you may not get another chance to be a head coach in the NFL. So these yeah, two it, guys may, may be thinking we can help each other out here, you know. Robinson can get more prepared for a good head coaching spot, and Ricky uh, Morris can have guys around him that help him succeed this time around. And Niner says, no matter what coach Atlanta hired, Smitty was pumping up Bijan. Not true though, because I've been very, very candid about about Belichick and how it's a wait and see. Like I, I did a live stream, literally like less than I don't know, a couple days ago. If it wasn't like uh, forty eight hours ago, my days run together. Where I said, look, I'm gonna be pausing and pumping the brakes until we know who the quarterback is but it's better than Arthur Smith but in no way shape or form was I saying that Bill Belichick is great it's just kind of like guys before we completely pull the plug we need to understand his ADP is going to be affected if Bill Belichick was the coach in Atlanta and that was announced today Bijan would drop and plummet into the second round easily like some of People thought would happen with the Raheem Morris news, which I totally disagree with, especially now with the Zach Robinson news. Although I don't know how astute people are to this information. That's why you watch this show, because I think a lot of people might not be reacting as, as powerfully as I am. And I could be wrong. I could also be jumping the gun if he does go to Pittsburgh or go somewhere else. But I'm willing to take that risk because I'm letting everyone know the risk is there. I'm not going to feel ashamed of myself. If my gut instinct here, my passion for what this is probably going to look like at the end of it all, if, is wrong. Because as I said before, I was dead wrong on that a team, I thought a team was going to scoop Lamar Jackson up in a millisecond when he was available on the lower tender for two first round picks. And I was wrong, but I know I, I know I was right. I was right in theory. I was right in logic, but I was wrong in thinking that an NFL team was smart enough to go get Lamar Jackson, let alone nobody was smart enough. I thought three or four or five teams would be fighting over it. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm using logic here. And Zach Robinson hates Raheem Morris because something happened last week we don't know about. Anything's possible. But all I can tell you right now is that if Raheem Morris is choosing between situations and he leaves the fact that he's tied to Raheem Morris, the continuity between the two, the cohesion, the ability to trust each other, have each other's back, know each other, know that their systems will fit together perfectly. Like if all that doesn't matter to you, what matters, what should matter to you is the Bijan, London, and Kyle Pitts and the number eight overall pick to solve your quarterback problems if you don't get Justin Fields in an aggressive trade which is still on the table. And with the guy that loves his quarterback so much and throwing the football in Zach Robinson, it wouldn't surprise me if he went aggressive and said, you know what, screw the number eight pick. We'll get a conditional pick back somewhere to make it not so much of a heavy hit. Let's get Justin Fields for the eight overall pick. Chicago would take it in a heartbeat because they'd have the eight, the nine, and the one. They could have, if they wanted to, offensive linemen, Marvin or uh, Brock Bowers, or or I, I doubt they get Marvin Harrison this late. So it would be neighbors, neighbors Bowers and Caleb if they wanted it. But it would probably be offensive linemen, uh, neighbors, 
and or, or whatever. It would be Caleb and maybe they go to a defensive piece and an offensive piece. Whatever the Bears do, I don't know. I, I can't predict what they're going to do. They're very, very different than than my thinking. But regardless, you could easily turn this into fields if you want or you solve your problem with the quarterback. You know what you have when you go other places? You don't have, uh, and maybe he gets an interview somewhere, but you don't really, like Washington would be interesting if they were to offer him a head coaching job, but you're probably not going to see a passing game coordinator and and uh, and QB coach get a head coaching job in Washington. You're not going to see that happen uh, anywhere else, really. And I don't see any other positive, you know, landing spot for him, unless Harbaugh tried to bring him in and he just loved Harbaugh for some reason. There's this is it. You get the number eight overall pick. You have Pitts. You have Bijan. You have a defense. You have London. You have a defensive coordinator mind that you trust. It's a match made in heaven. Absolutely made in heaven. All right, hang tight real quickly. Go to Andrew, then to Ron Navy, then to Scott. Uh, Andrew, you're live. Hey, Smitty, how are you? I'm good, bro. I'm I'm flying. I think you're better than good. You are you're you're about as fired up as I've ever heard before. We're doing it live. I love it. Hey, look, I'm believer as well. And let's just say the coaching carousel goes the way we're we're thinking about. Is there any, as far as I know, Tyler Algier is still on the roster. Are, are we worried at all that he may still vulture a little bit off of Bijan? I, I, I'm curious about your thoughts because right now we're just talking scheme and everything, but I'm thinking personnel here. And is, is Tyler Algier still, still a bit of a problem for us? No. Uh, everybody needs a backup, bro. He is a backup running back in the National Football League. Arthur Smith called him the best, one of the best goal line backs in the league. He, Arthur Smith is a complete, you know, stooge, and and nobody believes that. Everybody knows. There, there's memes everywhere in the Atlanta Falcon community that says the head coaching job interview uh, application had three boxes on it. Will you run Bijan Robinson? Check mark yes or no. Will you throw to Drake London? Will you throw and utilize Kyle Pitts? And will you get a quarterback? There's four of them on there. Everybody knows that this has been botched the entire time. And a guy that coached Kyron and a guy that fed Kyron. I mean, look, look, I, I understand that that he was the quarterback's coach and he was the passing game coordinator. So he didn't necessarily have free reign or decision making over how much or what the workload divide was between Kyron and the, the slew of running backs there in, in L.A. Yeah. But I can tell you that he is used to having one running back to design plays for or to utilize. So you think that he's going to go away from what he's used to working like a gem? Maybe, but probably not. You know what I'm saying? This guy, regardless of who made the decision, had Kyron Williams functioning as a top one to five running back in the National Football League for his part in Kyron's offensive uh, contributions. So there's very, very highly high likelihood, in my opinion, and I could be wrong here. And yeah, there's a lot of speculation and guesswork on my part here, but that's what I do here. This is not a show where I have all the facts all the time. This is a, I am a talking head of sorts. I admit that, and I, I am fully aware of that. And I'm fully okay with that. I'm here to, to not just entertain and throw mud at the wall, is to entertain with the passion that I truly feel about certain topics and, and I think we resonate together as a community in that. 
And so maybe I'll be wrong on some of this. Maybe he'll take another job. Maybe he won't even leave L.A. and wants to work his way up there. Maybe he's got some promissory note like uh, Mayo did that he's going to become the head coach when Sean McVay steps away. Like we don't, there's a lot of things we don't know. And I admit all that. But all I can tell you is the logic laid out, which doesn't always happen the way that you want it, tells me that this guy is going to clamor over playing with Raheem Morris, coaching Bijan, and he'll use Bijan like he used Kyron and like his offense, some total use Kyron because he's used to dealing with one running back. And and, and God, it would take an, an, a complete imbecile to watch what happened last year, walk in and see this guy and hear everything about him, see him, know him, watch film on him, and not say to yourself, I'm going to utilize this guy like Kyron. You'd have to be an imbecile. And I don't I don't believe Zach Robinson is an imbecile. Plus, bro, they share the same last name. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you gonna sit somebody uh uh named Andrew? If you're coaching Andrew? No. Hell no is the no, answer to that. Call. All right. Hang tight, Andrew. Mute yourself real quick. Yeah, hang hang tight. Mute yourself real quick. Uh, Ron Navy, you're live. Yeah, time to bust your bubble a little bit there, oh, brother. <laughs> you're not busting my bubble. <laughs> you're just gonna well, you're just gonna dig a bigger hole again. I don't think you've done all. I don't think you've done all your research on Jack Zach Robinson. I don't think you know all there is to know about him. Why? What, what 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 is it, Ron? Well, let's see. Do you know who drafted him? Do I know who drafted him? Yeah. Tomlin? No. He was drafted by New England. Then he went to... I'm, I'm just... Detroit. I'm trying to get where yeah. you're, you're saying. Okay. But, but you know what you know what college he came from? No, Ron, I haven't looked... I haven't done a full background check on him. I don't, okay. I'm not, I'm not Guess totally... Guess what college he came from? He came from Oklahoma State. Who else came from Oklahoma State? Mason Rudolph. And if you're a coach, and he, he knows Mason well, he knows Mason very well because he preceded uh, Mason. He was the quarterback Mason replaced. They were on the team together. And if you're a coach, and if you're looking for a job, would you rather go? Yeah, I'm not, I don't like Tomlin. But if you're a coach, would you rather go to a team where you might have several years of being able to coach and move up the ladder? Or would you like to go to a team that you get one or two years maybe and then the head coach is fired because he's failed before and he has a chance of failing this time? Or, and, and, and you're gone anyways Run. and you're looking for another job. This Ron. whole thing about you, no, 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 no. You're like, he's great. He's great. He 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 was a he was a he was a wide receiver. He wasn't a running back coach ever. All right, so you don't know how he's gonna mix with the run there in Atlanta. But we do know he was a wide receivers coach and a quarterback coach. And if you and if, and if he sees a chance to work with Mason Rudolph, which he, who he believes in, where do you think he's gonna choose to go? I mean, it's a, he could go to Atlanta, but that's not the only thing there where he could go. He could easily go to Pittsburgh. I know, I know that Ron. He's he's a he's a free man right now. But I I, I laid out the reasons why I think they're very very. And I'm laying out my reasons. I don't pull this and out. They're just as strong as reasons as yours. 
Ron, but you, do, do you, do you will you agree? Will you agree? You are not, you are you are a contrarian lately. Everything I say, no, every you are, Ron. You every show, every show I do. Hold on. Every show, every show I do now. Ron, every show I do now. You you pop in and the and the first thing is oh I don't agree with that. It's because I disagree with you because he 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 and was how, he was set to be interviewed by Pittsburgh first. I told you that, and now you're making him want to go to Atlanta all of a sudden and and don't all know the, all the facts. All of a sudden, the facts about Rudolph. Come on, Ron. Rudolph, dude. There's there's there, yeah, there's a report. There I'm sorry. Go ahead. I huh? can't. What did you say, Travis? I, I was just saying he, he's not making him want to go there. There was an actual report. Yeah, not willing it. Possibly going there. <laughs> making him well, go yeah, there. Well, yeah, he's being interviewed going there. You're going there. He's being interviewed now. in Pittsburgh, too. I wish I had that kind of pull over Zach. If, if I had that kind of pull over Zach Robinson, he'd be, he'd be in Atlanta right now. Belichick's the one that drafted him originally. <laughs> Ron. Oh, Ron. It's <laughs> true, Travis. Travis, you know that to be true, right? 2010? Yeah. Who'd you guys draft? Yeah, 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 draft. He drafted him, yeah. I'm not sure how the, why that matters that much. But... <laughs> Ron, you are, entertaining. you are entertaining me tonight. That's for sure. Like, I do appreciate that the part. But, Ron, you've been on fire today with Ron's these. Man. When, you get, when you start bringing out the Steelers and, you know, Ron, that, maybe shut your ears. And that's close okay. Your thing that's and where this, this is coming yeah, from then. That's you where brought this, this is. Up yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you didn't know that Ron, as soon as you Ron, said that. But, Ron, I, I was, say, I was saying that. I, I, I knew this was coming from somewhere. I knew it was coming. Is you're, you're either defending the Steelers. Or you're contrarian though lately. That's that's one hundred percent the case. No, I'm it is. It is I'm the case though. But wh- why defend the Steelers here? This doesn't make any sense. Like none none of this is is is. I didn't bring it upon myself. There's nothing here that's. There's no substance here. Like I, I get what I get well, what you want to happen. They're not. But Ron, of, they're not getting rid of Tom. They're not getting rid of Tomlin. No, I want him to, but he needs somebody opposite the way he's thinking, and and Robinson is one of those guys. All right. Well, <laughs> he's got to do what guys do with the Patriots, just just lay in the dirt until they do something worthy, and then but, but and get excited. Seriously, if you're going for a job, if it was you, Smitty, if you were going for a job, would you go? Would you go for a chance to only coach a year or two in Atlanta, or would you go to a team that knows where you're going to have probably a job for several years? What, what, what makes you think? What makes you think I would? Well, first of all, let me answer the question and say I have faith in myself that I wouldn't go and fail, Ron. Number two, I would go to the place where I felt like I had the I was set up the most for success to work with a guy that I I had huge success with on the other side of the football. I'd also go to a team that had more talent because that would lead me to success. And I feel like you would go to a situation if you're the QB coordinator, Ron, the QB or the, the QB offensive or the QB uh, uh, coach and the uh, passing game coordinator, you would go somewhere where you have a say in who's your quarterback. 
you get a clean slate, a number eight overall pick, and probably free reign. So he's going to play with Pickett and Rudolph. Which he knows Rudolph very well. So if, 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 right. if he goes there, who do you think is going to put up the, the – and, and they always battle for the – Come on, the, Ron. Top Ron, you're wearing there. a Steelers goggles that are thicker than I've ever seen in my entire life. Can I ask? Come on. No, he's got – he knows question, me. Right? He knows me. Ron, can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely serious. Do you, do you really think Mason Rudolph is a quarterback of the future anywhere in the NFL? I don't know because, you know what, he, he actually has progressed since two years ago when he when he floated the ball and he was inaccurate and everything else. But I think he we don't know because the Steelers, the Steelers, okay. Haven't, Ro- had, okay. the Steelers haven't had an offensive coordinator, a good offensive coordinator, since Arians and Arians and Cower developed Big Ben. Okay. Tomlin walked into that whole situation. All right. All right, uh, uh, look, number one, number one, you believe in Pickett, not Rudolph, so th- I don't even know how to digest any of this. But but let's just say, I can tell you right now, the chat does not agree. Nobody really cares about Rudolph. Of in course term- they don't agree no, they don't but, like Pittsburgh. They're but, Ron, it's logic. Ron, it's, you have they blinders on. You have Pittsburgh Steelers blinders it's on. Like so, mu- so much so that you can call it. You got, Ron. You got blinders on so thick, so much so that you took offense to my Steelers, it, uh, my Steelers take, it, my Steelers take about why would he want to go, why would he want to go and be job. under the thumb of Tomlin, because you think, think there's job security job when he could, you he don't think, think you don't, you don't think he believes in his talents to say let me go do it on my own and not go sit under Tomlin's thumb, just because you tell me I'll probably be there for a handful uh, more years. Um, why wouldn't you have faith you in you yourself that you could go under, do it? Under, uh, who knows? How do you how do you know how well they got along? Okay. On the Rams, I already I, I already already said are there moving parts to this, and I even used that example. Like, do I know if maybe uh, look maybe Zach Wilson you know hit on on Morris's wife, and we don't know that happened last week. I already said that. Like, there's well, there's, there's, all kind, there's all kinds there's all kinds. Saying there, one side. There's a, you're saying one side of it. I'm Ron, you're doing you're doing Ron, you're doing all this. You're doing all this because I said something negative about the Steelers and it pissed you off. Let's just admit it. That's why you're doing this. That's the only reason. No, you said something because you wanted. You knew I would call it. No, Ron, I'm not. It, Ron, I'm not. Po- I'm not plotting you, my content around you, Ron. I'm. I'm coming out to talk about. How this? There's a report. And I'm that, talking Ron, about it too. Ron, but you make there, it sound like it would be a Ron, trouble thing. For Ron, there's a there's a report. Ron, Ron there's a report that Morris or that there's them. a report that Zach Robinson's going to interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not me just coming out and probing and picking at the Steelers and saying how can I piss Ron off? You act like I'm planning my content around you. There's an interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers next. And my answer has nothing to do with anybody watching the show. I'm here to deliver my take and my passion and what I do. I'm, I'm no offense. I don't mean this in a, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I'm not plotting to say something to offend you. And that's in, in my my being conscious of your of your feelings about anything negative toward the Pittsburgh Steelers had me saying at the front, Ron, put your earmuffs on because I did. I wanted you to know this was coming. Like I know you weren't going to put earmuffs on. 
But I'm just saying, that was me trying to tell you, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. And it wasn't me just trying to poke at you. It was me warning you it was coming. I think that that was me trying to do my best to say, Ron, you're not going to... That's me being cognizant of it. But I feel like yeah, it's I'm, it's like no matter what... Okay. Let, let, me, go, let me go over no to... I know, I know you do. Anything Steelers, you're going to have a different take on. And that's fine. That's fine. But no one believes no. in Rudolph. No one believes you're in Kenny Pickett. Wrong. Nobody. Right. Nobody. You Nobody wants to go coach right. those guys. You were 100% right when you said, I don't like Tomlin. I wish Tomlin wasn't there. You were right. Okay, hold on one second. I agree with you. Okay, uh, Scott. Scott's waiting patiently. Scott, what's up? Everybody else hang on, on the line. I'm not mad at Ron. Ron and I will argue. It's not like I'm pissed off at Ron or anything. Ron does good. Ron does come in and, and like, like I said, Ron, I'm just being open and honest. I'm always honest on the show. I feel like you're a little contrarian. I, I do. I mean, I, I could go around the phone line right now. I think every single person on the phone line, not just because I'm pressuring them to say it. They don't. People answer. People were arguing with me about Bijan's ADP on the last call on the last show. So people don't just agree with me to agree with me. But I think everybody here could say it's contrarian. Everything lately has been like, no, this is how you're wrong. On a take, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what else to tell you at this point. Like, I'm, I'm trying my best to work with you here, but this is how I feel, and and I appreciate the other take, but I know you're taking it real personally because I took a shot at the Steelers. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna back off how I feel about it when he's going to interview with them. I'm not just trying to pick and choose and probe you and say, oh, this is going to piss Ron off. Steelers have nothing to do with this. Can you imagine if he went to the Steelers? Boom, boom, boom. He's going to interview there. He's going to interview there. I had to speak to it. He's not going there. I, yeah, I, he's going to Steelers before, before Atlanta. Uh, go, go ahead, uh, Scott. I'm sorry. Okay, well, um, I got a question for you. Uh, how, long is he, how long is this guy... Uh, Morris been a defensive coordinator with the Rams. Uh, his tenure was uh, quite a while. Um, let's see. Let's ask Ziggy. Ziggy, how long did Raheem Morris coach in Los Angeles? I don't know if Ziggy's going to know From this one. Usertoday.com. Morris, 47, has spent the last three seasons in three. Los Angeles, helping the team capture a Super Bowl in 2021. Okay. He he yeah he three he, I mean and, he he definitely put got, together got, a good he, defense he got, for a couple of years. I mean he he got well no he didn't do that. The defense the Rams defense last two years has right. not been a top five defense in the NFL. Smitty, come on now okay, let's talk about this for a minute because he got fired from Tampa. Yeah, he as a head coach, as a head coach. Okay, as a head coach, yeah. Still, then when he got promoted. When he got promoted to defense coordinator, first he did okay for one year, but then they fell right back on their face again. So I'm not too sure that this guy is is, is some Johnny come lately. You know, I really don't, man. Keep in mind though that the part of excitement that got ignited wasn't that Raheem Morris was the head coach. It was that Zach Robinson's being rumored to be his OC. That's where this whole live stream and positive turn took. 
So I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I doubt Raheem Morris. I'm saying Raheem Morris wasn't the piece that turned this into a holy crap. This is going to be an absolute monster LA situation in Atlanta. This is going to be a, well, a who, very very who, potent. Who's to, say, who's to say that OC couldn't have come in with Bill Belichick yeah, being one of the best? Who's to say he did? Who's to say he did? In the NFL, if he if he come in as as um, we could play this coach, game. We could play this with, game with, with every defense, coach, with with an op, with the same offensive coordinator. That's a hell of a lot more strength than what this other guy's got. We could play this Bill game with every is, is every coach, every OC. No, you can't. No, you can't. Because because Bill Belichick is the, a defensive mind. He is the defensive mind. Well, you get you can have a lot of people. You're gonna have a lot of people that disagree with you that he is not the guy for the job. That Bill Belichick does not know what he's doing anymore, and he can't put together an if offense. He, if he would have had the same, I'm just saying, if he would have had the same offensive coordinator as what this other guy's got, but he wouldn't. I, I don't know. But he, so, but like Travis said, you I'm don't, saying. you don't know that he would because the, the, these guys yeah. coach together, bro. There's like a rapport there. I'm, from what I hear, I one of the big problems with Belichick is he wants to bring all his own guys in. So. I've, I, I just you don't. You don't know that. that. You, you don't know that. You don't know that because that that was with the Patriots. Scott. That was a Scott, you you also, Scott. You also. Scott. You also don't know. Scott. You also don't know though. Travis doesn't know. You don't know. You can't say. You can't that. say Travis doesn't just, know. Travis knows pretty well what's way, going on in New England, and there have been reports he would want to bring in his own people. That was the talk today. That's all I'm saying. Four hours. We need to wind the clock back. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. Uh, anything else, Andrew, or anything else, uh, Andrew? I think we just need to let it play out. <laughs> was that? Was that? And- I, I no, that was Scott. That was Scott. I think we need to let it play out. See what happens. Anything else, Scott? No, that's it, man. I think we just need to let it play out. See what happens. Well, of course we need to let it play out, but we're, this is a prediction. I, I do show. have one thing, if possible. Who who said that? That uh, Andrew. Andrew, go ahead. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate the call. Uh, go but ahead, I, Andrew. I don't need the. A, a negative Nelly here, but you were pretty high on Bijan coming into last year from Arthur Smith, you know, track record of running the football. Yep. You know, and saying Bijan's going to be a big part of it. What's to say something like that doesn't happen again? Nothing. Nothing. You have no guarantees in life, bro. You have no guarantees with coaches. You have no guarantees with evaluation. You have no guarantees. That that uh, that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be elite. You have no guarantees that Bijan is going to do what we thought he was going to do last year. This year, you just have your track record. You just have so in this case, you know the the show, the history of what we do here. I mean, people people are the ones that judge that when they watch the show, decide to come back, and so nothing. No one has any sort of you know. You can only do your best to project and predict. And in the case of of Arthur Smith. He ran the ball insanely well the year prior. Best running team in the National Football League. And anybody that says it was easy to see Arthur Smith's unraveling or misuse coming, they couldn't because he had done so well running the football the previous year with a much lesser running back. How it got all unraveled is is still beyond me. I, I No one even knows why Arthur Smith decided to use Bijan that way. He's an idiot. But... But the fact that they ran the ball so well, it was very telling. 
It was an amazing landing spot. It still is. It was just a bad use of Bijan, and he still finishes running back nine when he essentially was a backup running back for the majority of the year. Is is oh, ab- yeah, so I mean the answer is there's no there's no guarantee of anything, bro. I mean, look, yeah. uh, you know, Jameer Gibbs, if you want to equate this to something, Jameer Gibbs was one of the most tatted players on this channel. No content creator pumped up Jameer Gibbs and Brees Hall more than I did. Guess who started off re- guess who started off really, really badly last year? Both of them. And guess who finished number three in running back scoring? Brees Hall. You know, Gibbs is phenomenal. Everyone's calling him the number one, number two, number three running back. So, yeah, I got the beginning part of this Bijan thing wrong. I don't think we'll get the the, the sum total of it wrong. It's a slow start in similar equivalent fashion. The slow start to Brees Hall last season is kind of just a more elongated slow start to Bijan's career. And I, I wish I had answers in retrospect as to why... Arthur Smith crapped the bed and, di- and misused him, but I'll be honest with you and tell you I didn't see it coming, but no one did because the numbers were amazing. The numbers were there. I, I agree. All right, appreciate you, Andrew. Jack Robinson, if, if you have a chance to coach in the NFC South compared to the AFC North, you'd be a fool not to want to go to the South. There, there's that. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that I mapped out. That is there? Are there other potential... Um, reasons why he would want to go somewhere else. Like Ron said, Ron's point of would he want to go where he thinks he could have long-term job security, he'd still have to deliver, though. Like, if he went and did badly for Tomlin, he'd get fired. So I don't know that that really holds too much water. But to Ron's point, maybe because the head coach has been in place for so long, he feels like it's more stable. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I'm saying you could use all these different things. Uh, These all, these, these are all predictions. These are all guesswork. Nobody knows. Um, Everything I mapped out, I was very clear about it in the beginning that it's not official. And this is me speculating as best as I can. And I could be a hundred percent wrong. I even put that out there in the very front of this. I said, I was wrong on Lamar. I said that when Lamar was franchise tagged, I said he'd be gone within days. I said there'd be four, five, six teams clamoring over Lamar. I said teams would be going, what? On the phone. We didn't even want a QB. He got the lower tender of two first-round picks. Get on the horn and make it done. I was wrong. Logic behind this is very sound. I could be wrong. That's the nature of the thing we... All right. Hey, later, Andrew. Appreciate you. All right, thanks. All right. Um... Let me see. I got, I got a super chat here. Hold on a second, guys. Perps with a $20 hauler. Perps says, I'm very disappointed in this chat. 107 watching, only 54 thumbs up. After the entertainment you've had so far, we have 54 thumbs up. Perps is not happy. Punch the thumb up button. Perps, thank you for the $20 hauler. Alert. Super chat alert. All right, I'm going to go back to Ron real quick. Ron, how are you feeling now? I feel fine. I've always felt fine. What? Where is your ranking of Bijan now? It was it was 15 when you started the live stream. You say you were joking, and then you moved it to 10. Now with the news of maybe Zach Robinson being in the mix... You gotta, you know, judge for yourself whether you think he goes to Pittsburgh or whatever. 
does this move the needle at all, or are you completely, and it's okay if you are, I'm not going to ridicule the 10 ranking, but it, are you holding strong on 10 until you know for sure what's going on with the quarterback situation, or the OC, or both? I'm just curious. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like them to have their coaching situations uh, set. Know who's going to be doing what, um, and then, yeah, I mean, if I if I agree with the coaches that are being hired, especially the offenses, then he'll move up. Of course, Travis, where that. where do you rank Bijan with everything you know now? The the unknowns, the likelihoods, the unlikelihoods, the the concerns, the upside, like right now you have to rank the 2024 redraft top five, top six, top seven, top eight running backs. I don't, I don't need you to list them all off, but it, it where's Bijan fall? Yeah. Uh, three or four. Okay. So uh, you're not. I mean, Gibbs. I mean, Gibbs either three or four. Now did, did he move up slightly coming off of the Zach Robinson buzz or did you have him there anyway? I'm just curious. Because this is buzz, it's not. I, it's... I haven't really, I haven't moved them really. I, I, I think no matter what, unless something negative happens, I was going to have them at three or four anyway. Um, CMC, Brees, and then Gibbs and Bijan. Which is it's crazy because like the majority, the not the majority, but like a big, a big handful of the chat coming off of the previous live stream when we had no idea Zach Robinson was even in the mix, but we had just heard that Raheem Morris was hired as the Atlanta Falcons head coach. We had a, a, a big, big wave of people and, and the phone line was littered. Like almost everybody on the phone line, if not everybody on the phone line said that Bijan would fall into round two now until, until something else happened. And if it didn't happen, he would stay in round two. Ron said round three. And I was like, I had my arms up in the air during the live stream. I'm just like scratching my head. Because he doesn't, he increases in value with Raheem Morris because Raheem Morris is not as bad as Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is concerning. Bill Belichick is a worry. Bill Belichick comes with a whole lot. Well, what if he doesn't do this? What if he doesn't do that? He can't seem to value quarterback position very well. There's a lot of concerns. So the moment it wasn't Bill, Bijan's value in my mind went up right then and there with the announcement of Raheem Morris. Even if Raheem Morris brings in a, a good offensive coordinator, but it's not, let's say, Zach Robinson, and we're like, okay, I'm, I don't really know. I feel like, okay, about this. I don't honestly know too much about him. I know he's in a good spot, but we don't know what, he, what hand he had in this and what hand he had in that. He didn't feel like Zach Robinson necessarily to us, but I would still be like, okay, I, yeah. I'm drafting him. Maybe he drops to my like five, six, seven overall. And redraft six seven. Not not talking dynasty. I'm talking about redraft. He was five, four five six for me before the Morris news, and now Bill's out of the picture, and then all of a sudden everybody's dropping him to round two. I'm just like I was scratching my head the entire live stream. I still am. I I don't get it. I don't get how we aren't looking at Raheem Morris's question marks better than we were looking at Bill Belichick's question marks. How did Bijan go from five to seven with Bill? as the threat of head coach to now Morris with now Zach Robinson and now he's a second rounder, it's not going to happen. And Ron, we, we we debated this on the last live stream. You said you would, you you said put it on the board up here that Bijan would go in the third and fourth round on, on best ball drafts yep. on underdog fantasy. I think that there's no way. 
just but last week you were saying that Belichick was does good with with the running backs. Yeah, I I mean there's the that's we, we, that's there's some positives to it that we'd have to wait. With Belichick, other than that. Not with the if, running the, back if the right quarterback it. was there, I said. If if the right quarterback, the quarterback was in place. If the right quarterback was in place, Stevenson had had some good success under Bill. And so that needed That's to be accounted that, that needed to be accounted for. It still it still would. Even if let's say Zach let's say Raheem Morris it was botched news, Bill Belichick's the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, we're gonna have a mini depression, little freak out session, and then we're gonna come back and say exactly what I said on the live stream you're talking about. That I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket with Bijan until we know what is going on. I would draft him in one league, but I'd only draft him in one out of four at his ADP because I don't know that Bill is going to screw this up or not or do well with it or not. We don't really know. If he brings in, he's a horrible judge of quarterback. What? Ramondre, even in Belichick's crappy offense that he had with a crappy quarterback, Ramondre still was getting plenty of catching ability. Again, again, I said Stevenson had success under Bill. Like, it has to do with quarterback for me, and and that could change, but I don't know what this has to do with it. What I'm saying is, how did he go down from... Are you saying that you like Bill better than you like Raheem Morris? Well, my point is, people know Belichick. They don't know Morris. They don't know Morris from, uh, uh, from, from other than failing his first attempt at being a head coach and then being on the defensive side of them, they don't know what he is going to bring offense. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you're saying that you think a majority of people feel it's a downgrade than from what bill was that. See, that would be news to me. I would be shocked. I would be shocked if the average person, I, I think what it is, is the, the, the negative, feedback from the coaching hire i think a lot i think most people are just listening to everything being said about it and then they just believe it like twitter is blowing up with how dumb the falcons are for making this move they had 14 interviews and this is what they decide on and everybody's reading it and they're just reading it reading it hearing it hearing it reading it and i'm not saying raheem morris is the best coach ever at all i'm not saying that and i even came live and said I don't know how I'm feeling. I like it because it's not Bill. But I don't know. It depends on what happens. I even said, if I had four leagues in a row, I'm not there yet with Raheem Morris being able to draft Bijan in four straight leagues and putting all my eggs in one basket, going balls to the wall and being a maverick in 2024. I'm not there. I I admitted it. I would take him in one out of four drafts. If I had the number three overall pick in four redrafts, side-by-side drafting tonight, and and let's say Raheem Morris is the coach, and he is, and we don't know who the quarterback is, we don't know anything, I would not take Bijan in the in the three pick if, let's say, CMC and JJ are both off the board. I would take Bijan in one. Uh, I would take Gibbs in one. I would take Brees Hall in one. I'd take Kyron in one. I would take all four of those guys, if we're talking RBs, and I would mix it up. That's with Raheem Morris. I was very, very honest on the live stream before this one about, and I'm still honest about yeah, it. But, but I said that. Now, Zach Robinson is getting me excited to the point where I might potentially do this in two 
of the four leagues. I, I the, the only thing that would make me not do it is I'm so I'd be so bummed not to have a share of Kyron, not to have a share of, of Brees Hall, and not to have a share of Gibbs. So in in the end, I think I still divide it up. But I'm just telling you that my excitement with this news has me amplifying my expectation a lot. And should this come true, and should they talk about we're drafting a quarterback or we're going to try for, or we hear buzz about them trying to get Justin Fields? I don't know, man. I'm going to get so thrilled. I'm going to have to create two more leagues just so I can have more Bijan shares and still have Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, and Kyron Williams, and, and just to make sure. like that, That's that's the mentality I'd be at. It, I just don't know how other people didn't get to at least a positive place with the Raheem Morris news. But hey, what you say makes sense. I could understand if somebody did feel that way. I didn't feel like the general population would view Raheem Morris as a worse option, even a, a more concerning option or just a question mark option over bill you know given bill's been botching the quarterback position over and over and over and over since the absence of tom brady i i just i don't know it's it's crazy to me uh i got two super chats here uh thank you perps for the is this perps another one perps dropping another one ron if draven's old lady x gets hired as the oc in pittsburgh what are your rankings for harris I don't know. I, I don't think Ron's entertaining that one, Perps. Perps, thank you for the $20 holler. Alert. Super chat alert. Perps is... It, it is fun. We're, we're debating right now, and, and we, we're, <clears throat> we have different feelings about different things, but come time for... I mean, after the, I mean, the draft comes, we're going to have different feelings and different takes on all the teams different than what we're having right now and then when the season comes next year we're gonna probably have even more different you know you know what take i disagree with very strongly that you had though tonight like probably the one i think is the most uh confusing to me was when you said you'd rather have Najee over Bijan right now (laughs) of course i gotta play to my home home so you're you're placating me then Yes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> of course. Okay. Would you okay. expect me to say anything else? I, no, well, Ron, you sounded very serious on the last live stream. I'm just gonna say. Dude, I always. It, and it's serious. okay. And it's okay if you if you felt strongly at the time. I just think you sometimes have blinders on that are so thick. Uh, that I don't know, especially when it comes to Steelers. Superfish says, "Want to shout out." Uh, more team look forward. Uh, Ford Field is selling out to watch the NFC Championship game being played in Santa Clara. Uh, Superfish, thank you for the super chat, and uh, that's fantastic news. That's fantastic news. That's kind of cool. I mean, over over the Steelers sites, people are wanting to bring in Russell Wilson or or uh, Fields. They're talking about bringing in Russell Wilson or Fields on the Steelers site. I'm like. No, we don't need butterfly guy. Imaginary high five man. I, 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 Ron, I don't know if you want to hear this, but I'd rather have Russell Wilson than Kenny Pickett. I know you would. That's fine. That's and that, take, and that, but I don't want him. That's why Atlanta getting Russell Wilson feels pretty decent. Atlanta getting trading for Pickett would make me very depressed, or trading for Mason Rudolph would make me very depressed. I know you like both those guys, but I, I, I think Russell Wilson is not too bad to add to a. An arsenal like 
Drake London, Bijan. Now, would I rather have Fields? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would I rather have Michael Penix Jr. than than, than Russell Wilson? Probably. However, you know, there, there's pros and cons to both. I mean, Penix Jr. could fail. He could get hurt. You know, Russell Wilson's at least proven to be a good quarterback, but I don't know that he's great anymore, but maybe he would be great again. I don't know. At least he'd be way, way more effective and efficient than uh, than what was going on in Atlanta. I mean, I think in some ways Russell Wilson started to play well and he kind of got uh, the raw end of the deal in, in Denver. Like they started to write him off while he was doing well. They started to tell him he needed to take away his injury clause and stuff while he was playing well. And they kind of messed with his head. You know, like that's not easy to play with when your team is like literally telling you, hey, I know you're doing better now and you're playing really well. We don't trust you. We would like you to rescind your injury clause. Okay, see you on the field. Like, part part of me felt felt like that that had well, something to do with it. He was brought in prior to Peyton getting there. They True. Him a of course. Kind of, kind of like the same situation that you know when the Browns got uh, uh, Mr. Massage Man, but I mean not not as much money up, of course. But Peyton is stuck with him, and Peyton he's not Peyton's type of quarterback. Uh, so. Perks. Come on, Ron. The chat is built on thinking ahead and trying to have a bold, predict- bold predictions. Thank you, uh, Perps. Appreciate your super chat, pal. Perps is dropping some knowledge tonight. And, and on that note, where is Draven? I don't know where Draven is. All right, uh, Ron, anything else? I'm probably going to uh, jump tonight. We'll be no. back on probably Rumble later tonight. Uh, I'll do Rumble live stream. If anybody's not following me on Rumble, here's the Rumble link right here. Subscribe to my Rumble. Uh, we'll be talking. Pro- I imagine we'll be doing some stuff talking about this too, just because it's such a hot topic. And then I'll be on the Dynasty channel. Maybe we'll do a, a Dynasty mock draft. I hear the ADP data has been updated on a few platforms, so maybe we'll try out a Dynasty mock draft on the Dynasty channel. I'm going to try my best to do a Dynasty live stream and do a a um, um, Rumble live stream. I'll try my very best tonight. Anything else, Ron? <laughs> oh no, no, no! Hey, that thing you told me earlier—you're not—you want that to be a surprise, right? So I shouldn't say nothing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I all just right. want to make sure. All right, Ron. Thanks. Bye. All right. Later. All right, um, Travis. Any final thoughts? Man, Ron really got my blood pressure up tonight. Not in a necessarily a bad way. Um, I don't mind arguing and debating, but good God, that went eight different ways to Sunday on both live streams. And I know Ron, no, don't take offense to this. I know Ron's saying he was trying to just rile me up. I don't. I think some of it was rooted in truth, and then I think you let some of it get out of hand with the Steelers stuff. But um, this, this went all over the place, and and no no one's asking anybody to come in here and fib your your ranking of, you know, Bijan or whatever in the middle of the breaking news. So that's why I was a little confused by it. Ron, Ron got me riled up, but you know, it, it, uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a heated topic. And I knew, I knew, look, this is the part where Ron says he, I, you knew that was going to piss me off on the Steelers talk, but like, that's the thing is like, I'm here. I am, you know, talking about an honest topic and I'm thinking in the back of my head, Oh God, you know, Ron, you're going to get pissed off here. So put your earmuffs on. I'm even thinking ahead for you. But it's like, if I say anything negative about the Steelers, 
It's just gonna. It's just the blinders come on. Ron, you're, you're he's gonna come in and he's he's gonna be like defending Pickett and and Mason Rudolph like Karate Kid defended his girl's honor in the in the Karate Championship. <laughs> the funny part is, like Pickett's his guy and now he's defending Rudolph. It's just an Indy Steeler quarterback. <laughs> it, which one is it, Ron? Who's your, who's your quarterback? Let them, let them right. know he's their number one I, fan. I do appreciate. Keep, I do appreciate. I do appreciate Ron. I'm not mad at him if anybody thinks that you know we're not talking anymore or something. It's just uh, uh, you know. I I admire, I admire that passion to be honest. Yeah, he's 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 blind as hell. But like, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a love for a team that I I don't I don't have I'm not able I'm not afforded that ability to be that passionate about a team because I'm doing too much, um, you know, middle ground stuff talking uh, about teams in a way that doesn't have bias involved. And so you start to like desensitize yourself to like your fandom, you know. Like I've desensitized my t- I still am a big Cardinal fan, and I love I love the Bills and. Um, they're they're probably the two teams that I root for the most, but like I I have diluted my passion for being a super fan, and it's it, you know it kind of sucks for me. It's kind of like you know you could say like a, almost like an actor doesn't love to go watch movies probably as much as somebody that's not an mm-hmm. actor. You know what I mean? Like they they get dil- you get you get desensitized by it a little bit. Uh, um, all right, anything else, bro? I was just gonna say, I just, I, I realized that I grew up being completely spoiled watching the Patriots. When the, I think they won their first championship when I was twelve. Yeah, you so got spoiled through my well. whole teens and twenties. So I feel like I can't be one of those people that yells and like gets really worked up because I almost don't have a right to. You know, it's like I gotta enjoy what I what I have and hope they do do well in the future. So. Um, all right, I'll, I'll see you All in right. Dynasty or yeah. Rumble or whatever. Yep, Rumble and Dynasty tonight. Play. I dropped the, the Rumble link. I'll drop it again already. Ray G, appreciate you being here. Re- appreciate the uh, high me. Superfish, thank you, Travis. Uh, Travis being a, a mod. Um, Hob G in the building. Uh, BW, Al, uh, Perps. Perps been dropping fire all night. Perps says, Steelers Nation, let's ride. Has a good ring to it coming out of Wilson's yapper. Let's all say it loud for Ron. Uh, you know, Wilson, Steelers Nation, let's ride. <laughs> Can you imagine Russell Wilson going up to the podium? Steelers Nation, Blue 32. I've got seven imaginary friends with me at this press conference, and we're all going to say it in unison. Steelers Nation, let's ride. Russell Wilson, cringiest guy in the NFL by far. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Limited is what he is. He's limited, but but I think he's way better. He's way more unlimited than uh, Ritter or anything that you know we can cook up outside of of Cousins, Wilson, rookies, and Fields, rookie QBs, Fields, Cousins, and Russell Wilson. Not in any particular order. Just saying those are the solutions for a potential Atlanta Falcon quarterback situation. And part of again why I think this man Zach Robinson is coming here to Atlanta is because he has. A lot of ability, he and Raheem Morris, to go grab their quarterback of choice that will fit in Zach Morris's scheme. 
which is coming over from the Los Angeles Rams. And you get a little little Puka, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams type of offense. I'm all for it. And that's why I'm excited. That's why I'm amped. That's why I came in hot with the live stream. So, uh, Perps, appreciate you dropping the, the $9.99 hauler. Um, thank you. Uh, guys, I'll see you all on Rumble. Uh, again, here's the link one more time. Rumble, please subscribe to me or follow me on Rumble. It's 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 all going to be exclusive Rumble-only made content, and we're going to try and go live. I'm going to try and go live on Rumble once a day. I'm sure we'll be talking Bichon. Normally, I try not to replicate all the content and just make it a boring you know, regurgitation, but this is such an awesome topic, and so much. there'll probably be a few updates or something as well. So I'll see you all on Rumble, and then I'll be on the Dynasty channel as well probably tonight. Maybe we'll do a Dynasty mock draft. I hope I have time for both of them. Uh, the Dynasty channel link is right here. Make sure you're subscribed to my Dynasty YouTube channel. It's a completely different YouTube channel. You can always find all of my channel links. Um, these are the two links right here. YouTube.com slash The Fantasy Football Show. That's what you're watching right now. And YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football. Uh, any one of my channels, if you're on my Dynasty channel or if you're on my Redraft channel, or the not Redraft channel, main channel, and you scroll to the bottom, you'll see all my channels there. So you'll always be able to find the other one if you're on the other one. So all you got to do is just open up the YouTube app, go to the Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel, scroll to the bottom of the main page, and you'll see the Dynasty link right there. Just click that Dynasty channel, load it up, uh, turn notifications on. But just subscribe right here using this link. Again, here's the link for the Dynasty channel. I'll see you all later. Bijan to the mother freaking moon. Let's go. Atlanta Falcons country, let's ride. Hi, my name is Bijan Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like scoring touchdowns. He's Kyron, he's seven feet tall, and he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron, he can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. Your Bijan card has been revoked. We took your Bijan card away, Ron. Your Bijan card has been revoked. See you all later.